Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 318, the Silver Fox episode. Indie Music Podcast now has a Patreon at patreon.com slash indie underscore musiccast. And we invite you to become a member for exclusive benefits. For next to nothing per month, you can get members-only podcasts, video, early access to upcoming episodes, merch, and more. This morning, Matt and I get together for coffee and talk about times when we had to redo others' work, being a good social Samaritan, and expanding your social beyond your own specific focus. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Good morning, Doug. (laughs) Hey, good morning. Hey, you're looking pretty fly today. Your hair is quaffed. (laughs) I decided I was going to position myself not looking at... Uh, the monitor. So I have no idea what I'm looking like. Oh, well, you're, <laughs> you're looking like a fine gray fox, my friend. Oh, right on. <laughs> silver fox, hope, silver fox. I'm hoping it just goes completely silver. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> oh my God, foxes. So I came home from uh, work the other day and um, there was like a wildlife party in my backyard. There was uh, squirrels playing on the fence and I'm like, okay, you knuckleheads, they're always playing on the fence. And then a few minutes go by and I'm sitting, I'm out here in the shed, the shred working. And, um, I hear like weirder noises and I look out and, um, (laughs) the squirrels have been replaced by a California gray Fox who has jumped up on the fence. And, um, I took a couple of pictures of him and he starts looking at me like, Oh, Hey, there's a person in there. I'm like, Hey, there's a Fox out there. (laughs) And so I filmed him for a second and then he ran after the squirrels. And then for the next half hour, the squirrels were just kind of taunting him from the, from the tree, <laughs> making weird noises. It was quite a scene. That's pretty cool. You know, we've got a lot of wildlife around us too. Um, and we do see Fox and uh, uh, gray heron, which is really oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Growing up here, I never, we never saw gray heron ever. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah, coyote, we see them occasionally and uh i have seen a deer and we have turtles turtles oh okay (laughs) turtles we have lots of deer we have a flock or two of wild turkeys roaming around the city we got oh wow i mean it's just i've never seen a fox in this area let alone in my backyard it was just very unusual now what is up with the turkeys in town because we've got like a flock of turkeys like that yeah walks around town here too what's going on with turkeys what's going on with turkeys i don't know but there is a (laughs) there's i know there's at least one flock and, uh, I, they live on the, kind of on the other part of town. And I used to occasionally encounter them on my way to the bus stop where I used to catch the bus and they would cross the street over there. And sometimes you'd have to wait for them to cross the street. One time there was, um, there's unlike some tribes, you know, there's multiple Toms and, um, these Toms are, are very, you know, Ben Franklin once wanted the Turkey to be the national bird. Anyway. The, um, these toms are very protective and aggressive and they're really big. And, um, I was like waiting for them to cross the street and I was getting impatient and, uh, I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I honked or anything, but they, they like turned and looked at me and they like, got all like, they're like going to challenge my car. Like they want to challenge my car to a fight. And I'm like, dude, just cross the street. So I get to the bus. I don't want to miss my bus. Yeah. It was, it was funny. 
<laughs> we got a, the same thing with geese here. Oh yeah, All geese can Canadian be, geese. especially Canadian geese. They can be real. Yep. <laughs> they can be something. <laughs> they like they fly right over our house on their way to the lake. They're noisy, but yeah, it's cool. Wildlife is cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and that all came from your hair. Okay. Um, hey, your uh, your studio is looking nice too. I see you got some. Uh, I don't know if those are real plants or fake plants or a combination of both, but uh, it's a combination of both. Again, actually, going to go back out and look for some more. I want to get a um, a taller one over there. Yeah, because I have because I have a taller one over there um which is outside outside of the shot here but uh um i'm kind of into symmetry yeah uh, maybe maybe to my own fault i don't know um it's an ocd thing well yeah but in your case you have you know want to keep your room measurements as uh pristine as possible right that's true and I, I do believe that these uh uh plants um offer some diffusion yeah and uh, they definitely you know there's no absorption or anything like right. that involved but i but i do believe that uh you know, a little bit of foliage around can help with breaking up, you know, sound waves and stuff like that. So I can't hurt anything for sure. No, I agree. Especially since you're using DSP to help correct your curves. Yeah. Actually, you know, I've got DSP on here, but I, I don't actually have any correction on them. Oh. Um, when I, when I replaced the monitors and then I got the, uh, these two panels behind the monitors, uh, I didn't need correction anymore. Um, I still have some a uh, little bit of comb filtering off the ceiling and i got a plan for that uh oh right you're getting some new I, clouds well or i was thinking about that but then i i saw the you know uh, we're coming off of two really cool interviews here and the um the interview with uh recording den oh with um, the... the ceiling in their control right. room and the way they draped uh, i thought you know that kind of tapestry kind of thing although it, it's not like really effective for absorption mm-hmm. Um, if I use the the right materials, uh, you know, I could drape something and have it look like uh, uh, decorative right. um, and uh, and also functional. So I might try that because um, just with some uh, some bolts of material. Yeah, that uh, could be it. I mean, you could you could easily get some go to the go to the fabric store and get some in the clearance section that might look nice with your room. Yeah, and, and some a cheap uh, way to uh, test some that rare out. earth magnets and and some washers and screws and screw it to the ceiling and then. Just take magnets and yeah. and uh, blouse the thing up on the ceiling, you know. So I thought, wow, that's you know super easy. Uh, it would probably install the whole ceiling in the time it would take to install one cloud panel, you know. Yeah, so, right. Because um, it's really kind of a pain in the butt to cloud uh, install the clouds. Mm. But yeah, anyway, thank you. Um, <laughs> it, the main thing was just for uh, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just to kind of decorate the room a little, feel a little bit better being here. It, you know, it does. It's all, it's I can see spark. that it has a nicer vibe. Now you just yeah. need a beanbag chair. Beanbag. <laughs> I want to. You know what I really want is I want to. I want a hand chair. Oh, you know, I can. Um, and I've wanted one of those since I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I think a hand chair and a beanbag would go really good together. I think so, so too. Well, speaking of correction, I think that that was going to be our topic for today. Somewhat, you know, because I was I was thinking, you know, how you're always uh, um, spending time fixing my audio. Uh, <laughs> I wonder you what you're going to say there. <laughs> uh you know um i was going to ask if you had ever had a chance other than me to um uh where you were asked to to fix someone else's work well you know i do a lot of mixing for um indie artists who record themselves and yeah. they all have varying degrees of you know 
either ability to record themselves or varying types of um, challenges, perhaps is a good word to say when recording based on their, their experience, their room, their equipment setup. And I think while it's generally, well, maybe I sh- maybe I shouldn't make sweeping statements, but with, uh, with, uh, independent and self-recording artists, there, are, there always seem to be some challenges. That's in, a sweeping statement. In, I know <laughs> <laughs> from my perspective, there are often challenges, uh, in the recordings themselves that need to be addressed, whether it's, um, room noise or equipment hum or artifacts or very frequently it's um it's like bad edits like clicks where um waveforms uh don't match up in an edit and they weren't cross-faded properly or Mm -hmm. clicks at the end of the end some of those are really easy to deal with microphone bleed for instance uh one of the clients i've worked with on and off um has a singer who <laughs> likes her headphones turned up really loud and so there's a lot of bleed in her in her vocal recordings and so I'm always I'm you know I basically mute everything that's not actually her voice and then sometimes there's artifacts in the voice and I'm starting to use um Isotope RX more and more to I'm getting more comfortable with that tool which is a tricky tool to use it's a very different interface than any other software I have and even uh, any other isotope software that I have. Um, but I'm getting used to it because uh, it's really good at, at taking artifacts, like using AI to take artifacts out of waveforms. You select, like, it's kind of like Photoshop's, it's like Photoshop for audio, um, that, that Band-Aid tool in Photoshop where you can just like, it interpolates from surrounding pixels and um, like will take like a blemish out of a photograph or something. Oh, right. It's like that, but for audio. So once you learn how to use it, you can get really uh, surgical with it. I don't like having to do that, but I like having the ability to do that, if you know what I mean. Right. Like it should, right. it should, in theory, it should come to me without these artifacts and clicks and pops and, and stuff that I have to fix, but that's part of the job, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned that because actually I, I wasn't, I, I wouldn't have actually said that to begin with in this conversation, uh, but that's kind of a matter of course. Yeah. I mean, every time. Um, uh, two of the most common things that I do, and, and it's just actually, it's part of my process now is correct phase yep. rotation oh, yeah, balance, yeah. and, uh, and also to correct, uh, uh you know, artifacts. There's mm-hmm. always something if, you know, if you listen for it, there's, uh, there'll be clicks or there's things it could, it could be edits. Like you talked about, mm-hmm. those are, uh, I don't know if I'd necessarily say that that's, uh, ubiquitous with, uh, independent artists. I think I, I hear that type of thing, um, you know, out of studios and things like that oh, as well. Um, but it happens when sometimes it's very subtle. Um, but that's my job is to, is to really listen for the subtle stuff. So yeah, I had been thinking about if, uh, if you'd ever, ever been contacted. I, so I've been contacted before and this wasn't to like repair someone's work, but it was to like start over and, and do it because mm. it didn't work out with, with a previous engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I've had that type of thing happen before. Uh, I, I've never actually, and I, I probably wouldn't ever work with someone else's master. Right. You know, I would just go, let's go back to the, to the mix. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. unless it was like, can you fix this click or this phase issue or something like that? That's not really in a mastering session. That's more out in, in, uh, you know, in RX or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which case, you know, I'd probably do that. No problem. But if it came down to like balancing and, and, uh, 
um, doing any audio processing, then I, I would not start with someone else's work. I'd go back to uh, the pre-master mix and and work uh, from that point forward again. Yeah, ideally, unless they didn't have access to it or they lost it or something and it just wasn't possible. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. I mean, uh, but even in remasters, you're going to be working with uh, normally the uh, original audio mm-hmm. or, you know, or a copy of the original recordings. Right. You know, uh, it may not be the actual master, but it might be, uh, you know, a copy of it, uh, the master recording, I mean. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of limitations of mastering over a master, uh, you right. know, that, that someone else, because of uh, uh, things that they've applied on their mix bus and things like that, uh, like limiting mm-hmm. and, and such, you know, which really um, reduces my ability to manage dynamics the way that I would like to. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I I think that I've had uh, somebody come in and say, "Hey, can you remix this? We're doing something different with it, or uh, we weren't happy with uh, a previous uh, mix job, um, and we're switching mixers. So can you do it?" But that's really rare for me. Although it's almost a matter of course that somebody tries to mix it themselves and then says, "You know what? This is too difficult, or I'm not getting it where yeah. I want to get it," and then come to me and say, "Here." Now there is that. It. Yeah. And so you, they just send you all the stems and everything. Yeah. Um, and you're probably not working from their mix at that point. That would be. No, but I use it as a reference to tell me what they think is important or what their, what their vision is kind of heading towards. Or in that case, what not to do. Or <laughs> what not to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I know correction can, can refer to a lot of different things, but uh, yeah, switching, switching, not switching clients, but switching who you're using for something and say, you know what, this wasn't going the direction I wanted it to. Um, can you give it a shot? Is uh, I, I think what I thought that you originally meant. You think you thought what I thought? <laughs> Don't do that. It's too early in the morning. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, we did have that you situation know, where just, um, a friend just of mine. aside here, I think, I'm, I think I'm becoming more like Matt. Um, what does that mean? I mean, uh, I'm... I started wearing shirts. I noticed that. T-shirts. I was looking at that when you were talking. I'm like, wait a minute. You're wearing a band shirt underneath a, what, what's going on here? Are you emulating me here? Boston. <laughs> you're, I really didn't expect you to wear a band shirt under. You're giving me more than a feeling, man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sporting black Cobra today. Oh, okay. They're, a, <laughs> they're, a, they're a, um. I, I'm going classic with my gray you know? Bay Area black metal duo. <laughs> yeah, the hair thing <laughs> sorted out. Yeah, I'm going to grow mine out to look like yours. Audience, you know. So. <laughs> Is that better? No. Oh, well. It's all good. Bad hair, don't right. care, man. <laughs> I didn't feel like putting it in a ponytail. No, we did have that situation recently where a friend of mine who's got an album uh, he's, he's almost done with, or actually the music's done. He's working on the, the album art. And he had a issue with his, uh, his designer that he'd worked with previously that for some reason wasn't able to do something in Photoshop that seemed pretty basic. And they went back and forth and back and forth till he kind of came to me and said, do you know anybody else who can take this over and run with it? And that's when I asked, do you remember? Oh yeah. Um, I think that's working out. I, I asked them to take me out of the loop because he was CCing me on every email. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay to, it's okay to leave me out of the loop until you have more information. Did I get contacted on that? I don't know, but he, they had it, they, they hit it off. The person you recommended 
and he oh up. oh okay i understand the other direction yep yeah so um so that's another yeah, issue of uh, somebody coming in to take over and correct somebody else's work and i kind of thought that that was a jumping off point but oh right on yeah i thought that was for um someone you were working with but that was nice that you referred a referral it's kind of like a regifter yeah yeah <laughs> well we both did recently reread the go-giver yeah what an awesome book what a great book it is i'm gonna read it again I had tears in my eyes at the end. I know it's such a good book. I, I reread, I reread it. Uh, if not every year, uh, at least every other year, uh, I'm just like the five laws. I just, got, I got to get a poster of the five laws mm-hmm. and put it on the wall. So. Yeah. And even though it's a parable, you can totally see how it's, um, how it plays out in real life. If you sure. do things sure. on the up and up, I don't, I, I don't disagree with any of the, you know, any of the tenants that are in that book, I, I think, uh, um, I think each one of them is an excellent example of, of not just business, but, uh, um, and your relationships with other people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It really is about just like forming good relationships, um, and fostering those relationships and how that enhances everybody's life and yeah. business. You know, and like a referral and things like that. I mean, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's a good thing to try and help other people out. And that's one way that you can, you know, referrals or, you know, uh, you know, for just anybody sitting around scrolling around on their phone on Instagram, you see a friend and, uh, you know, a friend's business post, share it. Yeah. You know, um, you, you certainly don't have to send them money or, or, or anything, but you can let other people know about it. You know, there's lots of things that, uh, that people can do that don't, especially like all your Facebook friends mm-hmm. and family. Right. You know, trying to, uh, uh, to, um, see if someone would please share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Signal boosting your friends and acquaintances is free. Yeah. And yeah. Why not? It's doubling the size of their potential audience. Yeah. Cause the whole network thing is, yeah. is, um, it's, it's imperative. It's, it's like lifeblood of, of any small business, you know, is to, um, get the word out. Well, not only that, and I was saying this to somebody the other day is that, you don't really know who's paying attention. Like, uh, you know, I'm on, I'm on Twitter constantly. Right. So, and I have a lot of followers, yeah, I was but say I, only, about that. I only, I only, yeah, 12 step program. Um, you know, I interact with a circle of very close people and then there's like a little bit wider people, but then there's like, I don't even know the rest of them, but once in a while, somebody will respond to something that I posted and I'm like, Oh, people really are like occasionally paying attention and, and you don't even think about it. Yeah. And so you don't really know who's kind of like lurking out there, but not interacting. I'm always kind of taken aback when somebody that I've never talked to or somebody I didn't know was following me or somebody that I've never interacted with before just kind of randomly says something to something random that I said. I'm like, oh, somebody is, you know, you are paying attention or, oh, that, that post landed with somebody. Yeah. It's just, you can just kind of feel like you're talking to the wind sometimes. <laughs> but, um, well, it's true. You know, I do things, um, and get zero response and, uh, you know, sometimes you you kind of feel like, wow, I thought that 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 was important, mm-hmm. or you know, there, I had weight that right. I uh, emphasized into that, and I guess no one else felt the same way about that as I. Uh, but I don't think that's necessarily the case. That's just what I feel, right? And um, you know, and that was my perspective at that moment because, like you said, uh, I don't think you have a real touch on who's actually paying attention. It's just that they're not responding. Yeah, yeah. Know, so. Yeah, it, it's funny how sometimes you say something and you you like you think it's going to land, right? You expect it to have some kind of ripples in the pond, but very often those ripples are invisible. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting that way. But yeah, you know, the uh, um, just trying to uh, 
help broadcast for for others that that uh, you know or your friends or the or accounts that you dig or whatever like that. Those are those are always good things to do as far as uh, helping and increase your network as well as right. uh, you know because people who see your share uh, who are of like interest of what you shared are then kind of interested in what you're doing because you were just sharing content that they're interested in. So <laughs> you know <laughs> that's almost as convoluted as the thing I said a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it just rolls, you know, and then, you know, as my, as Matt said, you know, uh, you, you develop a, a, you know, a kind of a, a wider audience. Uh, I agree with that. Oh, I have something else on that, which is, um, you know, it's, it's sometimes you get into like an echo chamber mode where you're like, you're following and interacting with people who either do the same thing as you or who they're in your like client circle, or they're just kind of like of like mind or in the light or in the same industry. Um, feel like lately I've been participating more in other like online chats and groups that are pe- mostly made up of people that are not in the music industry. And that's just because they're like, you know, entrepreneurs and small business people. And what's a weird side thing that has happened from that is that they're in like, you know, they're like uh, freelance writers or something they have among them because there's so many of them and because they have so many clients and so many different people that they know speaking of outreach, they will go, oh, I don't do that. But you know what? I know somebody who does do that. And they're like, hey, this guy does audio stuff. And I'm getting referrals now from writers <laughs> uh, for yeah. for voiceover and, 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 and voiceover production from writers because they're like, oh, I don't do that. But I know someone who does. And it's strictly because I was, you know, interacting with them for a completely different reason, but now we're part of each other's circle. And now I can go, Oh yeah, you know what? I, I know some copywriters or, or whatever. So it's interesting that way too, when your reach starts to get outside of your normal area of expertise. Yeah. You know, I've had exactly the same experience with photographers. Oh yeah. You know, and, uh, um, and still photography and and Mm -hmm. videography, Mm -hmm. um, and photographers, you know who you are. You are awesome um, because <laughs> you're always hanging out. You're, you know, you're involved in, in the stuff that I'm posting, you know, and liking it. And I tell you what, more than uh, any other area of, of any of my followers, it's, it's the photographers who are into it. And, and I'm into their stuff too, you know, mm. cause it's um, I, I like the, that visual thing yeah. um, and, uh, and, and, great composition composition uh you know of photography and things which i don't possess the skills but i appreciate it you know i would be you know poised to be able to make a referral for f- photography yeah i'm not a you know a photographer and i think you know the, the same holds true so if you find that there's other interests outside of music that you have i think it's okay to follow those interests through your business account mm mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's, there's nothing that says you have to pigeonhole your, your social media into just what it is that you do. You know, right. um, I, I'm into business development, you know, I think that's cool. So I follow business development people mm-hmm. I'm into, uh, you know, photography, as I said, but you know, I do like studio gear. I follow way too much, studio <laughs> so gear. you know, I'm not buying any of it, but I like to look, but that's it. all, that's all gear sales. It's not music production, it's right. music gear. So it's related, but a little different, you know, mm. and, um, you know, and then there's just others that are friends or family or, um, you know, there's, there's accounts that they, they're musicians, but mm-hmm. they, they really just share like personal stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, we're on uh, a little vacation or, um, <laughs> we're out shopping or whatever, you know, there, there's that thing, but I think it's, it's good to be involved with, uh, people as they are. 
you know, and, yeah. um, you know, cause they take an interest in people for their personal things, as well as, as businesses for, you know, their, uh, their area of focus. And, yeah. That's um, interesting. You say that about Cause I'm, I'm always kind of going back and forth about what I should be sharing on my Mojo's army Instagram. I tend to keep it like a mix of music related stuff, like books I'm reading, like food I'm cooking and just like general general behind the scenes of my life kind of stuff is kind of how I position it and you can like it or not like it. But you know, I met some interesting people on there. Um, I never did expect it to be interactive, uh, which is kind of funny, but then on my ragged birds, Instagram, I try to keep it strictly music just because yeah. <laughs> otherwise it would just be the same as the other one. And why would I have two? Yeah. Try and keep it primary purpose, I guess, you know, uh, um, like as far as the content that I create, it's yeah. primary purpose. As far as the content that I interact with mm-hmm. of others, you know, that's all over the place, right. you know? So, um, you know, I'm so as, you know, posting as my business account, uh, in a comment or something, a reply on someone else's, it may not necessarily be related to right. music production at all, you know, or audio production. And, uh, or it may be like about, uh, uh, uh music, you know, uh, performance or, sure. or, you know, it might be something, uh, an offshoot of, uh, of, uh, of audio, you know, and, you know, in some aspect of creating audio, but yeah. So in other words, I think it's, it's good to have a, a primary focus and maybe a primary goal or strategy with posting. Um, but it's definitely good to branch out and yeah, it, it can only help the more you branch out and, and interact with people from different, because musicians, they need videographers, photographers, designers, publishing, um, you know, venue, uh, just, there's so many things that are in the sphere of a musician's career and orbit that you know, it, it never hurts to have, you know, contacts and connections to people in all of those different industries and be able to refer them to each other if need be, even if you, even if it serves you in no other way than just, you feel good for helping somebody. I, I think that only makes everything better. Which is the best reason to do it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that. Well, (laughs) we went, we started one place, we ended someplace else. You know, how do I put this stuff together into like a sentence that introduces the show? You know, this kills me. I'm always, (laughs) but you do such a good job. (laughs) It's a challenge. It's your, it's your weekly challenge to go. Okay. So make me go back and watch this video so I can figure out the answer. (laughs) <laughs> and and I know that you challenge yourself to do it like right after we hang up. So, so that you're like, okay, I'm going to forget if I wait till later. Yeah. Cause I don't want to have to like change clothes back into what I'm wearing now tomorrow. You know? Right. So, <laughs> which <laughs> that cracks me up. Oh, like they do on the British baking show. My wife pointed that out one time because yeah. they, um, they do their challenges, right? They have challenges one, two, three, but they're always wearing the same clothes for continuity she's like, these people are sequestered. They can't go anywhere. They're on this, this land and they basically have to come back the following day with their same clothes, regardless of the weather, they must launder them because sometimes it's like, you know, humid it gets in England. And, um, now I can't stop thinking about that. Every time I watch the show, it's like, these people have been wearing the same clothes all weekend. (laughs) Yeah. I was, uh, watching a, uh, series with uh, my wife last night and I happen maybe I'm odd for like noticing these things You're odd, but yeah. I, uh, they're, they're, they're in the kitchen. It's evening time. Yeah. Okay. And evening, not late night, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it's dark outside and um, you know, maybe it's somewhere between seven and 10 PM, mm-hmm. you know, based on someone just got off work and stuff like that. And uh, one of the characters uh, 
uh, part of what she was doing. She grabbed her phone and looked at it and I could just make out her phone said 1 a.m. Oh. on it. And I was like, did you see that? Her phone says 1 a.m. That's got to be a prop phone, you know, or they've got, they're on a set, but it looks like it's dark outside, but it's actually one o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, why are we running out of time? I don't know. I just saw that pop up. Zoom. 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 What are you doing? Really? <laughs> <laughs> There's only two of us. Zoom is saying, hey, you guys, will you wrap this up? <laughs> yeah, even Zoom is bored. <laughs> I got to tell you, continuity, on, you guys are continuity me. errors bug me too. When somebody is saying something like this, and then they cut away, and they come back, and their collar's like this, and then they cut away, and they come back, and their collar's like this again. You're like, dude, yeah. just <laughs> fix that stuff. You can't fix that in post. Just make sure that the purse strap is on the same arm each time you have a take. It's like, <laughs> come on. Anyway, stupid stuff. Oh. I'm definitely going to mention in the intro that Matt like made fun of my, my hair going gray. Um, and I, you know, I, I, it's going to take me like the afternoon. I'm going to have to go talk to my wife about this. I think um, <laughs> you have to go to therapy. Now. <laughs> uh, you know, when your friends start making fun of the way you look, I said, you look fly. <laughs> that is what I said. You have to go back and listen. <laughs> I said, you look like a silver Fox. <laughs> Silver Fox. You just wanted to hear it again. You just. (laughs) I think I've got a new nickname. (laughs) Matt and the Silver Fox. Does that work? Uh, Sounds like a sitcom. Yeah, it does. (laughs) You guys think we're funny? We think we're funny and that's all that damn matters. You got it. (laughs) All right, man. Did I just clip? I don't know. I got like, I don't know. I'll fix it. Post. <laughs> right, I'm not man. even, po- I'm not pointing at the microphone today. So this is kind of an experiment because uh, I didn't want to face that direction. I, the, um, the sound is good. The sound is good. Is it? Yeah. So, you know, I just love this mic. <laughs> and, and, oh, okay. I like that. It's off to the side, not blocking your cool shirt. Like mine is microphone users groups, you know, um, it's another place like photographers. Yeah. Um, uh, people who are interested in microphones for videography and stuff like that, but it was, it was mostly about like the microphones, uh, for video. And, uh, that has been a really good group. I, I don't know anything about it. I got in cause it was this microphone, but, uh, a cool group of people and, uh, a real focused, um, about capturing audio in the video medium, which was, uh, I thought interesting because oh. I don't really work with that, uh, terribly too much. So it's been, oh, yeah, to learn about. I had an inquiry about that the other day. It hasn't panned out yet. You know, speaking of microphones, I'm thinking just for fun and just to use them, I may start just every Saturday for a while, like switching microphones. So I go through my mic locker and like today I'm using the da, 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 da. <laughs> I think what we ought to do is like, okay, let's, let's play. I want to do a multi-mic recording Oh, and have different panning. Um, and, and, you know, and have like a center mic and a couple, uh, uh, stereo condensers, okay. you know, and then I could, you know, something like that. Maybe have like four channels going at once. Okay. You want to, want to do something like that? I only have two, uh, channels on my input box. Well, I would just send you four tracks. Oh, f- for you, oh, for me, for me, for me. Yeah. Oh, so you, you can only record, um, you can only record um, two different mics at a time. Two at once. Okay. Yeah. I can record eight. <laughs> well, you want to take up my entire weekend with post-production? What the hell? <laughs> How many mic? I think I got eight microphones. Let's, do we could not. do like, do a, not do uh, that. Like, let's do it. Let's do like an immersive 
you know, Atmos 7.1 Dolby Atmos, Dolby Atmos. <laughs> I don't have time Matt, for that. Who wants to hear Matt and Doug in Dolby Atmos surround? Oh, what a waste of time that would be. <laughs> Here you go, Matt. I need you to mix eight tracks of me saying, you know, all identical and avoid face problems. Mute, 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 mute. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. You send back one channel or, or, or a stereo track, you know, with exactly. a little panning. There you go. Here's how it turned yeah, out. It turned out great. <laughs> I muted seven of them. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I could mix them down into two channels. That would work. And then send those to you. I might. I might set up like a little three. Just warn setup. me. <laughs> Just warn me when you're going to do I'm doing whatever you want. <laughs> Just I'm going to I'm, I'm do a couple small diaphragm condensers for um kind of a stereo and this mic and see what happens okay kind of curious and next it week can't, it's probably not going to be like any different <laughs> yeah well next week i'm gonna i'm gonna I bust out i have a vintage akg well can we do the podcast in stereo i mean it's because yeah, we're always mono of, right well no i bounce it to a stereo file in the end oh uh, uh, okay guess we can then yeah <laughs> all right we could even have one person talking on one side and one on the other side i don't know why you'd want to do that but we could do that there's nothing good that can come of that no i agree <laughs> i did it once i mean that's how i do our <laughs> editing i put it saves me time so i put one on one side and one on the other and that way i can hear like any stuff that's in between yeah and i know so what, which, and what, I know which what file side to do edit. you usually put me on like if somebody's clearing their throat it doesn't matter if somebody's clearing their throat i know which side which which file to edit well, i'm just looking. wondering which which ear you're gonna go <laughs> hard of hearing in first <laughs> both of them <laughs> All right. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Have fun coming up with a summary for this Peace. one. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm just going to call it the the thing, you know. <laughs> the thing. Ep- episode the, the Gray episode Fox 318. Episode. The Gray Fox episode. The Gray Fox. I'm doing it. I am doing it. So, All right. It's this is the Gray Fox episode. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you, everybody, for listening. All right, thank you. If you're still here, appreciate it. If you're still here, and for for those of you that aren't still here, we understand. Yes, totally. So, all right, peace. Cheers. Have a good great have a great week. And for those of you that uh, um, celebrate, Happy Mother's Day weekend to you. Cheers. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating.